So I just want you guys to know if something doesn't feel right with you, if the psychologist doesn't feel right, if the environment doesn't feel right in any situation, it doesn't even have to be related to seeing a psychologist. Trust your intuition and listen to yourself. everyone and welcome back to the Wojtina podcast. Happy New Year. I hope you all had the best New Year's, a safe New Year's, the best Christmas. I hope it wasn't too chaotic. I hope there was no family feuds, even though I'm sure that there was. Second episode back for the New Year. This is the first one I'm actually recording for the New Year back in the studio after a little bit off, which has been nice, but I have definitely missed it. And today... I have just brainstormed some stuff in my journal that I'm going to be touching on. I've had a few intuitive downloads that I wanted to speak about. And I think starting off the new year, everyone wants to reflect. They've come to some realizations. We This is the time that we want to goal set. Um, so I'm going to be speaking a little bit about goal setting. We want to start off the new year strong. It's going to be about reflections, realizations, mood boards, and some goals. Some of the realizations and reflections of this year. This is so random for me, but I am quite God curious or being religious in general or following some sort of religion because I think, I'm, I don't know, I'm curious. I wouldn't say that I'm an atheist. I definitely was very proudly, I would proudly admit that I was an atheist a few years ago, especially in high school when I was in, you know, my, in that different stage of my life. But as I've grown and been on like my spiritual journey and my healing journey, I have been more aligned with, you know, believing that there is something greater and bigger than us out there. I believe in the universe and I believe in, you know, manifestation and um, the law of attraction and, you know, the universe has our back and that to some extent that the, everything happens for a reason and all I believe in the universe, okay? But for some reason I've been more curious, I guess you could say, about God, because I think because there's a lot of people that I follow on social media who I really look up to. And I think the reason why I'm curious is because I don't have my walls up as I once did. And I think I'm more and more respectful about people who are religious or believe in God. I don't know if that's just with age or me maturing or the fact that I'm just like more of an open person now or I think it's a combination of that and also there's a lot of people that I follow in the holistic space, in the self-development space, in the psychology space that have come out saying that they believe in God. For example, Jordan Peterson, I don't agree with everything that he speaks about and stands for, but there are a lot of things that I do really align with that he shares and he shares some really amazing advice because he obviously was a clinical psychologist for years and he's helped thousands of people with their mental health and he's also helped me with a lot of the stuff that he shared. But again, 
I don't necessarily agree with everything that he says and stands for, which is also completely okay. But he came out and I think he was once an atheist and he, um, because I actually went to one of his shows, was it like two years ago, he came to Melbourne and he spoke and I think religion came up and he said that, you know, he was in a dark place once and was depressed and I don't know if I'm going to butcher this, but it was something along the lines of he said that people are less likely to be depressed and they're more likely to have purpose and are genuinely happier people because they believe in something that's greater than them. And that really stuck with me when he was speaking about that. Obviously, he's very articulate with his words and the way that he describes things. I obviously am not like that person. I really struggle with articulating myself. So if I probably found the clip or I just can't really put it into words what he said, because some of the words I mean that he uses, I'm just like, what? What did you say? But another person who has since come forward recently, and I know I speak about this person all the time, is Andrew Huberman. Anyway, he came out. You guys know I love him. I speak about him all the time. I think he's one of those people that anything that he says, he has this chokehold over me that if he says anything, I will quite literally believe. Like that's how influential this person is to me. Um, (laughs) But he came out. And said that he's obviously a neuroscientist. And there is a lot of things that science explains, right? But he admits that there is also a lot of things that science cannot explain. And that's why he believes in God. And in that moment, it just really, I don't know, there was something about that that he said that I really just, it, it got me thinking. And, and since then, I've just been curious, just curious about God maybe even prayer I don't know I was actually speaking to my friends we were um doing a mood board night there was a group of us and I don't know how we got on the subject but we got on the subject that we were all open to going to church together and I just sat there and this 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 group of girls like if you had have said to us in high school that we were having a conversation about attending church genuinely because we were interested and open to receiving it differently than what we had in high school because in high school we all went to a catholic church but i didn't believe in god it was like something that we did because um it was for my family you know my grandparents um are catholic and we kind of just took the piss out of church like we were disrespectful about it like obviously we were young and immature and didn't care it was just a different time of in our lives but if you had have told me back then that i was open to going to church i would have literally laughed in your face And I think the theme in this conversation of the realization that I've been more God curious is that people really are so influential if you, you know, if you look up to someone so highly and they say something, you're more likely to believe them. And Andrew Huberman is one of those people for me because, and it could be related to anything. Anyway, another reflection I've had is that I feel like we already know this, but I've just proven to myself that finding a exercise routine that I love instead of the one that I hate is going to make me obviously do it more and show up for myself because I do this thing where I am on and off between um, exercise. Like I've done so many different exercise routines out my whole life because what happens for me is I get really passionate and I hyperfixate on a specific exercise routine and then I do it for a few months and I get sick of it and I need a change. So 
it's been like, you know, group classes and then I did reformer and then I have done like gym programs on and off, which I've like loved at the time and then I get sick of them and I want to change. But for me right now, what I'm loving and the thing that I'm sticking to and the thing that I have been consistent with because when I go to these classes I feel excited more times than not and that is the hot yoga the hot pilates the hot strength that I've been doing at a place called core plus in Melbourne I don't know if they're just in Australia but I know in most places in the world you're going to be able to have access you know if you can afford it to you know, it's a privilege thing, but hot yoga, hot Pilates, hot strength. I, so I've actually got my journal in front of me before, I think it was just before Christmas, Core Plus had like a, um, it was from the 6th of November to the 10th of December. They had a five for five challenge. So it was five classes for five weeks. And I had started doing Core Plus just, just a bit before that but I was probably only going like three times a week and it was more yoga focused even though I'm doing at least one yoga class a week at the moment um and obviously when you went when you completed a class it was like a a board at the studio and you could cross off how many classes you have done so it was kind of you know that little dopamine kick and that reward after finishing the class of ticking it off on this piece of paper anyway I have come I completed the five for five I did five classes for five weeks and something that I want to do more of in my journal is just to collect things like that and put it in um so any like stickers or any photos or maybe I went somewhere and I collected something like maybe a leaf I don't know if I went to a specific garden is to put it in my journal just so it's a bit more visual instead of writing it makes it more fun anyway I put this in my journal as like a reminder and I've like written that you know it's really nice completing things and actually following through with something that you said you would. Because normally for me in the past, I would probably say that I would do that five for five challenge and I would get to the last week and I wouldn't finish it. I was so close to getting to that fifth week and it was like the last day and I almost didn't go. But I made myself do it and it was so rewarding. But in my journal, I made a commitment that I've like made this new little page and have done another Um, section of weeks so instead of doing five classes a week for five weeks I've extended it and I'm doing my own and I'm doing five classes a week for 12 weeks and I'm on my 10th week I've done three classes this week it's a Thursday and I know that I'll probably go tomorrow and Sunday Sunday night because I like doing yoga on a Sunday night and I'm gonna finish it and it feels so good and I'm fucking obsessed with this workout routine so I think if anyone's in a rut and they're sick of because before I was doing core plus I I just had a gym routine like I had a goal that I wanted to grow a booty and I know you know I've got like friends in the fitness space you know I had Rach come on who I was doing her booty program which I loved at the time you've got to be consistent with that stuff if you want to grow a bum you've got to be consistent with um, the exercises that you're doing like you can't just be doing mixed stuff all the time and you need to be upping your weight and you need to be eating enough program uh, program protein and I think most people say that you need to be actually in a surplus like in order to build a butt you have to be eating more than what you normally would I think could be butchering that I'm not sure but I love that at the time I think I did that for a few months and then 
I tried to continue it at a different gym and I just got really sick of it. Um, not Rachel's program because if anyone wants to grow a booty or just wants like something to follow, definitely recommend the program. Like she does it on an app. It's great. But I just wanted to change because I get bored really easy. I don't know what it is. And that's when I found Core Plus. So yeah, if anyone feels like they're stuck and are sick of their workouts, just have a bit of, this is the reflection moment. You don't have to hate your workouts. If you don't want to be doing strength training or if you're sick of running or if you're sick of doing head glasses or if you're sick of just walking, if you're sick of just doing yoga, Or if you're sick of not working out or if you're sick of working out in general, just reflect. Like we want to be moving our body, of course, because we know it's good for our mental health and our physical health. But if you're sick of it, do something different. I think another goal that me and my friends have made, we haven't done it yet. It's still only early January, but we want to start doing something new every two weeks because there's a group of us on my Sunday nights where we will do hot yoga together. And it's really nice. Definitely recommend doing something like that with your friends. But um, we want to start doing new things. So like every two weeks we try something different. So whether that be a new a new boxing class or a few of us really wanted to step into our inner child and focus on inner child activities this year. This is something big that I really want to do. But one of my friends, you know, she used to do ballet. So she really wants to start doing ballet classes. And I actually always wanted to do dance when I was a kid. But my parents, for some reason, didn't let me. I was... Like I had the opportunities to do other things like swimming and horse riding and netball and gymnastics, which I'm so grateful for, but obviously I can't do everything. Um, But that's something that I really want to look into. Maybe a horse riding lesson one time. I don't know, but that's a big realization for me at the moment is just do the workouts you love, not the ones that you hate because it makes a massive difference. The next reflection and realization I've had is if you have listened to not my episode with Amy but my episode with Blake um, I think it was the second last one of last year so it'll be two episodes back is that I told you guys that I um, have started EMDR therapy well I was in the process of it Um, I think I will talk a bit more about why I'm choosing to do it because it's a, it's a trauma-related therapy, right? And I just think something happened to me two years ago that I'm not ready to talk about yet. I probably will be after I finish this whole EMDR thing that just – it's almost like I have genuinely struggled with PTSD and I just haven't been the same since. Just like little things every day that just, you know, like I dissociate more or like I have nightmares or I get really triggered by the situation or, um, you know, I'm a lot more like quieter in, in situ, just, just all these things that I will go into eventually that I think I knew about EMDR therapy, but I didn't know enough. Um, so it's basically, it's a, it's a type of trauma therapy, Maybe I could even get a psychologist in to explain what it is properly. But yeah, I saw a lot about it on TikTok and just people saying, you know, years of talk therapy did nothing. I I did EMDR therapy and it's completely changed my life and it's like basically healed me. Like so many um, TikToks like that, that 
you know, me and my housemate Britt, we kept seeing it and we always talk about it. And the moral of the story here is like, I'm obviously, I've been in the process of doing it, except I found a psychologist that I really like, but there was something about the environment that just didn't feel off for me. So I really liked the psychologist that I found that it was going to help me do it. Like she was obviously going to do the therapy with me, but there was something about the environment that my intuition was telling me. So I'm just going to set the scene here. It was obviously, it was in Melbourne, in the city. It was in a big building, a big corporate building. And when I walked into the um, office, my psychologist's office and like the building, the walls were dark and everyone was like quite um, professional. Like it was very corporate. And the um, room that I was in with my psychologist, the chair was uncomfy. The the walls were really dark. And even though I liked her, the more I reflected on it, I was saying to Brit that I want to feel comfortable in my environment and environment is so important. Like I almost want to be in an environment that's giving hippie. Do you know what I mean? Like just really like I want to walk into an environment and it be like um, not even colorful, but just like I, it, I just want it to feel warm. I want there to be maybe plants everywhere or maybe an incense burning or maybe some crystals and really natural light and in a quiet space I didn't there was just something about the environment that just didn't sit well for me and the environment is really it's critical when doing stuff like that like you need to feel safe and I just that was a big realization for me I said if I'm going to invest myself in this type of therapy especially when it's like diving into something that is quite traumatic it needs to be a safe environment for me so that's a big reflection that I've had so I'm in the process of finding a different um, therapist to take me through that EMDR journey so I just want you guys to know if something doesn't feel right with you if the psychologist doesn't feel right if the environment doesn't feel right in any situation it doesn't even have to be related to seeing a psychologist trust your intuition and listen to yourself I think another big reflection and realization I've had is that I want to do more guest episodes this year. So look out for that. There's going to be more guest episodes this year. And I didn't notice, well, I did, but I didn't realize I had to accept them, right? So if you go on a Spotify, if you scroll down, you can leave like an answer. So the question is, what do you think of this episode? And people will write stuff all the time but sometimes and I didn't realize like people had sent in responses but I actually have to accept them before they publish so I obviously went through I published all the all of them even the ones that I it hurt my ego a little bit and I was oh Jesus okay like that that hurt the ego but it's okay because we love feedback I need feedback in order to improve and in order to grow and it was constructive feedback And a lot of the, like some of the feedback, it was more around my um, cheating series, but some of the feedback was, you know, you take forever to get to the point or like you really need to start getting to the point or you need to stop saying like so much. And when I read it, I was reflecting and I know that I say like a lot and it frustrates me. That's one of my goals this year is to really learn to not use that word and to 
be better at articulating myself and to widen my vocabulary and I just want to give off like big intellect intellect energy do you know what I mean I noticed that when I have guests on the podcast I'm more likely to say like a lot and be less confident obviously because I've got someone in front of me and a guest sometimes I've never met them or you know it's like threatening because they're a lot smarter than me and I'm still very much new to this whole experience and I know that um interviewing people and public speaking in general does not come naturally to me I actually had someone say to me um recently from high school he just said you know would never ever 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 imagine that you would be in some sort of like public speaking space and while yes I guess I only really speak to one person I still would never ever ever of thought that I would be in this space either using my voice because I stutter and I get shy and honestly most days I think that I struggle with dyslexia or something because you guys have probably picked up on it as well I say words the wrong way or I'll say words backwards and I don't even even my spelling like I'm sure if you follow me on social media you would have 100% picked up on my spelling mistakes you know Sometimes I don't even, I could write the wrong word, but my brain doesn't pick it up. Um, I know it's really frustrating for a lot of people in my life, especially when they're texting me because a lot of the times I don't make sense. And especially on my posts, like it probably looks like I'm quite careless with my work, but I swear sometimes my brain just doesn't pick it up. Like I could read it five times and then I post it and then I realize like I've spelt something wrong and yeah, but a lot of the times I'll just say things backwards. Like, for instance, I've, I could go to say, what would she know? And I would say, no, would she what? Like, what? <laughs> so that is something that I'm really going to work on this year. It's just articulation. I want to be a better communicator. I want to stop saying like, I want to be more confident. And I've already started to really work on trying to be aware of when I say like, it just like, in every in day-to-day conversation but going back to so that's a reflection that I've had I'm really going to work towards not saying like and getting more guests on and being more confident and being a better speaker and yada 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 Mm, I'm doing well considering I'm saying yada 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 at the end of a sentence (laughs) anyway yeah I had feedback saying that I need to get straight to the point on things. And um, that is something that, yep, I can agree. I can do that, go on a bit of a tangent sometimes. And sometimes, like I know, especially for those episodes, the cheating episodes, people probably clicked on them because they wanted me to get strang bang into it. But I can't even remember. I must have just taken a while to get into the episode. And I think feedback is good. I want feedback like that because if you guys aren't liking a certain thing that I'm doing or a specific structure that I'm following, I want to know. I want you to tell me if there's something that I'm doing that's annoying you, even if it's going to hurt me, just I need to know, okay? That's something that I would really appreciate you all to do um, is just give me any type of feedback. I love you guys. Okay. This year is also the year of taking risks and no more waiting for the right moment because I came across a few things on TikTok that 
I just saw and I had to speak about. So, so often people don't wear their favorite perfume daily because they're saving it for a special occasion or they don't burn their favorite candle because they want to save it for a special evening. And how many of us do that with all sorts of things in life and don't take risks? And then all of a sudden five years have passed and you have a full bottle of stale perfume or your favorite candle is collecting dust and the life passed you by before you even knew it because you were waiting for something special or living in fear when every day is important. You can get another candle, but you can't get another day. And there was something about this quote that just made me reflect because I don't want to have that attitude anymore. I don't want to wait for anything. I just want to jump at opportunities. I want to try new things. There's no more being safe or trying to play it safe. And um, someone posted this on TikTok, Lily Bowman. I need to give her credit. I don't know if she wrote that herself, but I just had to speak about it because even I look at my um, my my bar car at our house and I have like wine bottles sitting there like gifted from friends or from my mum that I just look at it and go no I'm saving that for a special occasion I mean yeah sure you like save wine for a special occasion but coming back to that message why wait I can get another bottle of wine but I can't get another day back so that's the attitude that we're having for 2024 and not taking risks especially with the most simplest things but I also want to really learn to be content with the life that I have because recently I'm going to read out a second quote this was another thing that came up my main goal in life is genuinely just to have a good day five-year plan have a good day plans this weekend have a good day why I'm doing what I'm doing because I want to have a good day it's all about having a good day nothing's as precious as the present moment neither the past nor the future therefore I will make sure to spend it and have a good day and I think this is relevant to me at the moment because I turn 24 in two weeks no no it's next Sunday wow okay okay on the 21st of January and it just just something about ten, turning 24 that makes my mind go like it's literally like I know that I'm so young and I just need to chill out but there's just something about me realizing that I'm turning 24 and that means that next year I'll be 25 and when I'm 25 that means I'm halfway to 50 and basically when I'm 50 I was gonna say my life's over but no I know it's not over but I feel like we all have that attitude right there's just something about age that makes us freak out so a big goal of mine is to just have a good day be present and just stop waiting for the perfect time and to take more risks a big thing I think since you know also a bit of an update if you've listened to my last episode with Amy about travel I just want you guys to know I have started to book my Europe trip I've booked Croatia and I've booked my flights there so it's done I can't get out of it um, and, and then I want to do Italy and I'm going to look into volunteer work because Amy has absolutely inspired me so that's something that I'm going to do but just quickly if you are someone who is struggling with setting goals right now because I know this is the time that everyone wants to set goals I was saying to a friend because I was discussing the other day just like about hormone health and she really wants to focus on hormone health this year. And I think 
so often with goals, we just dismiss the importance of the foundations of our health and the foundations in our life. So she really wants to work on hormone health and like hormone health will be a, for, a forever thing for me because I know when I don't, it then results in like irregular periods, acne, inflammation in the body. So that will be a forever thing that I will be conscious of. And I just said to her, all right, I'm no professional, but based on what I've learned through all the people that I've worked with, with all the doctors, with all the naturopaths, with all the coaches through my life experience, for the first few weeks of our hormone health, we are just going to focus on the basics. And I said to her, let me see if I can, I said, I want you to follow this, but I want you to focus on one habit for the first week. And then once you've got that down pat, you move to the next thing until all of those things become a habit. And then you can focus on things like maybe you want to go and get your blood work done, or maybe you want to add a few supplements in, or maybe you want to get a filtered water system going because we know that how important a filtered water system is for our hormone health and health in general. But I just said to her, you know, focus on these things first, one at a time, three to five low intensity workouts a week, because we know when we over-exercise, it's, it's not good for the girls. Sunlight first thing in the morning, barefoot if you can. We want protein. In bracket, I put animal protein, fats and carbs for breakfast, lunch and dinner because pairing all of those helps with our hormone regulation. It helps balance our blood sugar. It's just really important to have a combination of each and make sure you're having animal protein with breakfast, lunch and dinner because under eating can be a really important factor. Again, a thing that a lot of women dismiss when thinking about hormone health is a lot of them will like fast to lunch every day and skip skip meals and like just go back to the basics, girls. Like I'm guilty of making sure you have a nutritious breakfast again with protein, fats and carbs, lunch and dinner. I've said, make sure you aren't under eating and no fasting unless you're ovulating. This is a big factor. I've also added some sort of meditation and breath workout, breath, breath work for stress management. This can be as little as two minutes, eight hours of sleep every night. And I've also said, I take beef liver every day. I know this might be a lot, but Virginia, who came on my podcast, really recommended it as just like the most simplest thing that you can do. It's nature's multivitamin. If you go on Google, like a picture of all the nutritional value that having a little bit of beef liver has in it, it is just, it is literally nature's multivitamin. And one of my goals this year, so again, if, you, if you're going to set goals for this year, I get, I just want you to make it really simple and something that you can stick to and I don't want you to try and do 10 20 different things at once I want you to whatever your goals are you maybe it's you want to get up every morning and you want to see the sunlight first thing in the morning you make that a priority every day until it becomes a habit and then you move on to the next one move on to the next one a big thing for me this year is not taking as many supplements and I don't want to take fish oil anymore because I, the reason why I took fish oil is because I've heard psychiatrists say like how good it is for people with ADHD and for inflammation and like how important taking EPA and DHA, which is found in omega-3, 
I don't eat seafood, but one of my goals this year is to eat more seafood so I don't have to have fish oil anymore. So I'm slowly introducing it more. It's not that I don't like seafood. It's the smell. The smell of seafood, if it's really fishy, I can't do it. But I'm getting better. I've already had a lot of prawns this year and a few oysters and a few fish, a little bit of fish. So I haven't had any this week. So I think that I should maybe cook like try and cook salmon or something tonight. I don't know. Britt's really good at cooking salmon teriyaki bowls. So I need her to teach me how to do it properly. And just quickly, I have an idea for you for a solo date. If you want to do it with your friends, if you want to do it with your partner. A few weeks ago, me and my friends, um, I cooked us dinner. I cooked us seafood pasta. I did prawn pasta to get that omega-3 in. And we sat down. We went to the supermarket first, got some um, magazines. We got some health magazines, some... Um, wellness magazines, some just like everyday magazines. And we sat down and we cut out pictures that, um, you know, like we were creating mood boards based on the photos that we were seeing from the magazines. And yeah, it was such a beautiful night. And I think if, even if setting goals feels a little bit overwhelming, create a mood board. Because I think some of the stuff that I have on it is, um, you know, meditation and travel and um, journaling more and hiking and being in nature, like just it feels a lot more like, I don't know, there's just something about creating a mood board over a goals list. Um, And Britt and I both created one. I put it, I did put it on my Instagram. If you guys want to go and see to get some inspo, it'll be in one of my story highlights. I also put it on TikTok if you can't find it, but we've put it on the back of our toilet door. So every time we're in the toilet, we see our mood boards and even like Brit's mood board, like there's so many things that she put on it that I align with that I find really inspirational. Like create a mood board with your, your friends or do it as a solo date if creating a goals list is way too overwhelming for you because if it's something that you can look at every day and be reminded based off really inspirational and aesthetic pictures I just think there's something about that that makes us more likely to do things and when we're reminded of it every day rather than writing like a little goals list in the back of our journal and never seeing it again I feel like we're all we'll just be reminded and we're going to be more likely to do things and take actionable steps to get to our goals or to follow the pictures that we see on those mood boards. And just quickly before I wrap up, if you are someone who does do a goals list at the start of the year, which I did, I want you to go back and see if you can find your goals list from the year before because I found mine and I think I completed like 80% of the things that I wrote for my goals. And there there were so many things that I wrote down that I was stressing about at the start of the year that I like had completely forgotten that I like literally finished it. Like for example, I remember I wrote um, like I wanted to hit a certain amount of downloads on my podcast and I like reached that. And I didn't even, I didn't even realize. And I said that I wanted to finish my thesis and I finished my thesis and I completely forgot about that. And I also said that like, I wanted to move out um, with another girl. And now I'm literally living with one of my best friends. Like there's just so many different things that I think it's just really nice to go back and reflect on your goals. If you have written a goal list and maybe if there isn't any that you haven't completed, or maybe you're halfway, maybe let that be a focus of 2024. 
I love you guys. If you could do me a massive favor and leave me a rating and review. Obviously, only if you like listening to the podcast, of course. Make sure you're following me on Instagram to stay up to date with all of my knowledge and posts that I put up. If you guys want to continue to help me, you can subscribe to the podcast. That's what is going to help me grow authentically. You can interact with my posts. You can share this podcast to a friend, to your stories, tag me wherever you are, whatever you're doing. That's what helps me the most. And I appreciate it, guys. I love you so much. Let me know what you thought of the episode in the caption below. Remember, give me advice, even if you think it's going to hurt my feelings, because it's going to help me a lot. Anyway, guys, I love you. I hope you have the most beautiful rest of the week. And remember, nothing changes if nothing changes.